Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Atlanta Startup Podcast. William Leonard here is your host today. I'm eager to be joined by Andrew Morris, who is the founder and CEO of the FinTech Agenda LLC. Andrew, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, William. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime, man. And you are really like a Swiss Army knife of sorts. I know you're actively working with multiple groups like FinTech South, TAG, and others. And we're going to dive more into that throughout our conversation today. And then I know you have a pretty traditional fintech finance background as well. And you've seemingly meshed that with that this aspect of content creation and, and community building as well. So tell us more about the FinTech Agenda LLC and then tell us more about your background and a little bit more about what you do. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, William. So it's interesting how sometimes in our career paths, things seem to happen by accident, right? Um, I, I'm not sure that there really are any true accidents. You know, there are a whole series of things that lead you on a journey. But um, it sort of felt that way for me. So for the last decade or so, the FinTech Agenda is my consultancy. And I've been working on, you know, producing events in the, in the FinTech space, events and conferences and curating content, helping to put together podcasts like this one. But my career in FinTech started, like you said, in more traditional roles. I was the, the vice president for Prudential Bank and Trust. The insurance company uh, had a uh, thrift chartered bank in Atlanta. When I first moved to Atlanta, gosh, 25 years ago, I was hired to help build the internet channel for their bank. And uh, when internet banking was a new thing, and then uh, moved into a role as a, a payments industry management consultant uh, for a firm called Edgar Dunn & Company, and then on my own as sort of a single shingle consultant. And it was while I was doing consulting work that I would often attend industry at conferences. And I happened to go to the first year of the Money 2020 conference that was in 2002. 12, and saw that it was a payments conference where Google was the major sponsor, which at the time really stood out as something interesting and, and unique. So, so I went to that event and thought it was great. The next year, sent in a speaking proposal to uh, speak at the conference and got a reply back from one of the co-founders and spoke at the conference and built a relationship. And that launched this career of, of uh, working on events. That's awesome. And it sounds like that was a an opportunity that you saw your expertise to align with the conference. And it sounds like you had a synergistic vision of the conference as well. And as you think about your, your career, right, narrowing down your niche in the world of content creation, we've heard a lot about, you know, content creators now are, that's a career now for a lot of people. And maybe a decade ago, it, it, nobody ever thought, or nobody ever took that that notion of this being a career seriously. So I, I want your perspective on this, Andrew, as how does someone who has a more so traditional finance corporate background go about building a brand, content creation, growing, building, sustaining their brand, um, and being known for somebody like you are as a fintech genius in a particular space or domain? I don't know about genius. That's that's a, that's a pretty big big word. But you know, from like I said, it was it was all it almost was a bit of a happy accident for me, right? And I happened to discover something 
that as soon as I started to work on it, I realized that it was a it was a match, right? It was a good fit for my skill set, for what I enjoy doing. But I didn't necessarily, you know, know that would be the case going in. So I was you know, trying to go and speak at a conference to develop business for my consulting firm, right? And and while I did that, I submitted a, a proposal. I had some clients who was working with retailers about, you know, do they accept mobile payments? What's their strategy around, you know, mobile and, and retail? And the conference organizers were really excited about that topic and bringing more retailers to their event. And so they asked me to help them not just to the session that I proposed, but build one part of the agenda. Say, hey, could you help us with this piece, right? And so I started to work on that. And as I did it, I got to know them. And I happened to attach myself to a rocket ship because the co-founders of Money 2020 uh, are just prolific at building these large-scale events. They've gone on to found a number of, of big events. Money 2020 had an exit that was around 150 million when they sold it like three years in. And so they're very good at what they do. So I was able to kind of uh, be mentored by them and see what they were building and then use my own expertise and my creativity and my contacts to help them achieve that vision. Right. And so you worked with Money 2020 for some time and now it's like you are very intimately involved with FinTech South. Tell us more about FinTech South and, and how you all are, are working together to, to bring FinTech to the forefront of a lot of minds of investors and in corporates as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited about this year's event. So FinTech South is the largest FinTech conference in the Southeast U.S. It's coming up September the 12th to the 13th at the Georgia World Congress Center, downtown Atlanta. Even when I was at Money 2020, my run there kind of went through about 2019. I jokingly never made it to 2020 at the company and went on to do other things. But um, even when I was there as a, I was, as a volunteer, as a member of the Atlanta community, I was involved in the Technology Association of Georgia, or TACS, FinTech Society, and on the board, and would help as a volunteer to grow this event. So back in 2018... What had been a local, sort of a local event, a really good one, but more local, moved to Mercedes Benz Stadium. And Larry Williams to his, had, had this vision hey, we can do something more with this and rented out the stadium for a day and a half. And we, in 2018 and 2019, the event was there. And I was involved while I was at Money 2020 and it went really well. We had maybe 1,400 people there. Then during the pandemic, as a consultant, after I left Money 2020, I helped produce the event as a virtual event which was another interesting journey, two years of doing things virtually. But what was nice about that is because participation for the event was coming from all over the world and they didn't necessarily have to travel to Atlanta to get exposure to FinTech South, I think we sort of raised the awareness and the profile of the conference. So now we're in the second year of coming back and being in person. You can feel the momentum growing. We're expecting over a thousand attendees and we can chat more about what's planned for the conference, but um, yeah. but that's that's sort of my my journey is you know helping when I was at Money Twenty Twenty, helping them through the pandemic, and then now you know coming on board to help for this year's in person conference. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that the world is opening back up and things are becoming 
more face to face. And I think virtual was a, a nice option, but most people probably prefer a conference to be face to face. And so tell us more about what the visitors who will be in attendance can expect from a programming perspective at FinTech South. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, happy to do it. So it's still, still a fairly short event. It's, um, starts at one o'clock on that first day on the 12th, uh, runs through the afternoon into the early evening. We're going to have a really fun sort of industry night social event with food and drinks and a band. And we'll enjoy ourselves that first night. And then it's the whole first day, uh, the whole second day. I'm sorry. Wednesday the 13th is a full day. So, um, so we'll open on um, with a general session in our big ballroom. We uh, have the governor, uh, Governor Kemp, has uh, recorded some welcome remarks. So it'll be part of our opening to hear those remarks. He was trying to arrange to be there, but couldn't make the schedule work. But we'll have remarks from, from the governor. And then there's a full lineup of keynote speakers for that first afternoon. Um, a gentleman named Rob Park, who co-founded... Uh, the IEX Exchange. Uh, people will be familiar with Michael Lewis, the author who wrote The Big Short. He wrote another book called Flash Boys that's based on the founding of IEX. So that'll be interesting to hear about this AI-driven new model of, of an exchange. We also have Ashley Bell, who is the founder, uh, CEO of Ready Life, and also partnered with Dr. Bernice King, in the purchase of a bank in Utah, a thrift chartered bank, they're calling it Redemption Bank, and it's one of the few uh, black-owned thrift chartered banks in the country. So Ashley's a tremendous entrepreneur focused on economic empowerment for underserved communities, and that'll be a really interesting interview. Yeah, we're talking about open finance that first day. We have the head of fintech for AWS, so that's exciting. And then we have nine different, what we're calling deep dive tracks, each about two hours long that will happen on three different stages that cover different aspects of FinTech. Mm -hmm. So artificial intelligence, payments innovation, banking innovation, identity and fraud, financial health and inclusion, blockchain. I missed a few, but you know, yeah. the, the full breadth, right? And, um, and the overall speaker lineup has over 125 Speakers, half of them are men, half of them are women. Uh, half are from the Georgia, half are from elsewhere around the world. 40% are the founder and CEO of their organization. So right. awesome. uh, great, great content. And then we can talk more about this. Some really cool uh, networking plan for the event. Right. And I can get into that a little bit as well. No, I'm excited, man. I mean, it sounds like this is going to be a conference that is going to benefit just Every person that comes, multiple groups yeah. of people here. And I want to talk a little bit more about TAG and really what that organization has meant to you, because I know you've been working with them really as a consultant and an advisor type of fashion. You've also been a member on the board there as well. What has TAG meant to you personally and, and really to the state of Georgia as an organization as well, driving yeah. it? I'm happy to talk about that. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a great organization and uh, I've, it's been a big part of my kind of uh, involvement in Atlanta's fintech ecosystem has been through through TAG. I will comment just to round out our programming. So the last day of the event will include co-founders of Greenwood Bank and a really interesting session with Laura Hodgson, Hodgson pardon me, uh, Stacey Abrams, and Goldman Sachs talking about some work that they're doing for small businesses. 
But in terms of tags, I mentioned that I was involved in the FinTech Society of Tag. Tag is this, you know, statewide technology membership based organization that has a number of special interest groups that are called societies. No matter what aspect of technology you're involved in, you can find a society probably that fits uh, your interest. For me, it was financial tech, fintech. There are regular events every month uh, or every other month that are produced by the members. There's a lot of opportunities to be involved in putting on these lunch and learns and various local events with content and networking. So it's a great way to kind of participate in that way and learn and make connections. And then there are two major conferences that are produced. One is FinTech South, and the other is the Georgia Technology Summit. That is the broad-based event for all the societies. And then the the FinTech uh, focuses in FinTech South. But for me, it's meant, you know, building friendships, building meaningful connections for business, having an opportunity to contribute to the, the Georgia technology community, and then it's been, you know, I've been a, a tag's been a client, or I've as a, you know, as an advisor, been able to uh, help them grow their community and, and produce these big conferences that have been uh, so successful. Yeah. yeah, and tag has been a crucial organization um, in in vain to the innovation that's happening here in the state of Georgia. And I would love to get your thoughts on that as well. How have you seen the the state of fintech? here in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta, and the state at large really become impacted positively by, you know, conferences like FinTech South yeah. and the impact that they've had on the state. Well, it's, it's really interesting. So I remember early on, you know, FinTech was, you know, when I say early, it's like when I was at Money 2020 or even before that, FinTech was uh, kind of emerging. Uh, Atlanta had been known as the place where payments are processed like seventy percent of the card transactions in the in the country go through co- companies based in in Atlanta or in Georgia. the The term is transaction alley. But in terms of broad based fintech and banking and other aspects, it was still kind of early. And so there was a lot of effort around these the fintech South event to bring the community together and kind of define what is the Georgia community. Now I think we're at a level where that Georgia Atlanta community is pretty mature. And we're starting to get recognition around the country and globally as a hub. And when we do these events, we have people come to us. Um, and you see in the Atlanta, FinTech's broadening beyond payments to other aspects. And you've had a few companies become uh, unicorn, billion-dollar companies, maybe have exits, companies like like Greenlight and Cabbage and Green Sky that was acquired by Goldman Sachs. Cabbage was acquired by American Express. Green Sky's you know, growing. And then the founders of those companies, after the exits, becoming angel investors and members of the community and starting their next venture or mentoring others. So it's really maturing. And events like Fintech South become a, a place for the community to gather and also for, for us to attract people from outside Atlanta. Right. And then the other thing with Atlanta is just the talent of all the universities here and, and quite frankly, the diversity of the community. And companies like Visa and MasterCard and Capital One setting up shop in Atlanta to get access to that that talent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you really hit the nail on the head there. You've got support from the corporates. You've got the university talent here as well. You've got the, there's a, a growing mature scene of later stage companies as well. And then 
also have to give credit to the tech forward leadership that we have in the city as well and in the surrounding metropolitan as well. So Atlanta is really, I'm, I'm excited. I know you're excited. You've been here for some time. You've seen how the city has evolved and continues to evolve from a fintech and, and broader SaaS uh, perspective as well. And so I know you've seen some areas, particularly within fintech that you're excited about. You are a, a, a people-driven, human-driven person. Yeah. And I know that you and I talked about this a few days ago, but you're really interested in the human aspect of yeah. fin. Tell us what that really means and opportunities that you see within this realm of fintech. Well, it's interesting. So my my parents were not involved in business, mm-hmm. right? So my father was a, a, a social worker and a, a disciples of Christ pastor, and it was about you know serving people, right? My mom was an element help elementary school teacher. And and I decided, hey, I'm going to go get an MBA and go into, you know, banking. Uh, it was like uh, the old uh, Family Ties series with Michael J. Fox. Alex P. Keaton was the business guy and the kind of liberal do-gooder family. So that was, that was sort of me, right? But when I got to Money 2020 and was working on the content of the event, I started to meet all of these founders in FinTech that the reason they started their company, and they wanted to be successful financially, but it was about seeing some group of people that needed to be served, that needed access to financial services, a small business owner, a, a consumer. And they really wanted to meet that need. And they were driven by the mission. And that that really inspired me. And I was able to give them a platform at the event and talk about those issues. And I started to recognize that within the world of fintech, I actually could have a lot of social impact, just like my parents had in their careers. And so it's really interesting to see how um, companies do provide access to people that have not been served by the traditional uh, system, the opportunities it provides for entrepreneurs, the employment it creates. And um, I think all that's really exciting. And ultimately, all these businesses are about helping people and make helping them have a better life. So um, I think focusing on that really I think um, gives meaning to what we're doing with all this tech and finance, and is really what it's all about. Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's great insight, Andrew. And this has been a really interesting conversation about you know your segue from traditional finance into this more event space where you are curating conferences and and creating just incredible content around. Uh, a vertical in a region that is poised for growth. And how can our listeners who are oftentimes investors, ecosystem stakeholders, founders of all stages, um, how can they learn more about, you know, FinTech South, the conference yeah. is coming up. Where can you register at? Absolutely. So, um, so just it's F I N T E C H S O U T H dot com, right? Just as you would expect, fintechsouth.com. Um, tickets are, are, I think, very reasonably priced for this. If you're a member of TAG, might be a good reason to join TAG because those, those, uh, you have a discounted rate for the conference when you're a member of the TAG organization. So our agenda is published there, more information about the event and opportunities to register. Right. Uh, you can also reach out to me directly on on LinkedIn or um, I'm happy to to engage with folks there's still uh, a few weeks before the event and 
maybe a way to to get involved uh, other than just attending. So I right. uh, would love to to talk to anyone who's out there interested in being engaged. I love it. Well, Andrew, really appreciate your time and your insights today on the on the podcast and really excited about what you're doing here in the ecosystem and organizations that you're working with as well. Well, thank you, William. It was a pleasure chatting with you. I'm excited about this event. I have another event coming up. I'm involved with in the Caribbean called Fintech Islands. So that's exciting. And then hope to be involved in Fintech South again next year, and it'll be even bigger and better in, in 2024. I love it. It sounds like it's going to be great, Andrew. And and how can some of our listeners just get in touch with you if they want to just have a personal connection with Andrew Moore? Oh, yeah. So um, I am very active on LinkedIn and I'm one of those people, if you message me there, I will, uh, I will get back to you. So um, you can do that. Um, I also have a, a website, the fintechagenda.com that has a little blog and you can contact me that way as well. Perfect, Andrew. We really appreciate you joining us today, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of the community of Courage by listening to the visionary founders and investors on the Atlanta Startup Podcast. Subscribe now so you don't miss a single episode of the over 200 investors and founders sharing their insider tips and secrets to growth. Our regular listeners tell us we're the briefing room for the innovation economy in the fastest growing region of the country, the South, and when you subscribe, you become part of the inside circle. The Atlanta Startup Podcast is proudly hosted by Valor VC. Valor is a venture capital firm that leads seed rounds in AI and B2B SaaS startups. If you like the podcast, check out more of Valor's programs for courageous founders and investors, like Startup Runway. Over $100 million in early-stage venture capital is catalyzed through Startup Runway's grant-making program for pre-seed startups. Go to StartupRunway.org to learn more and apply directly for non-dilutive capital. Valor celebrates BC Day, the largest early-stage private capital conference in the region, at the end of the year. Top founders, leading VCs, endowments and family offices attend. Learn more at VC.Day. At Valor, courage is the currency of innovation and the heartbeat of our culture. Thanks for listening and join us again next week.